0: All right. Hey, she slays the day, listeners. Um, what you are about to hear is a talk that I did earlier this week for the Women Chiropractor Association. They are doing a virtual summit right now um, because they had their annual conference planned for May, and I have a feeling you know how that turned out. Um, but now it's really great because They're doing it the entire month long, all of April. They have all these great speakers coming and talking. And so if you have not um, seen this, go over to the Women Chiropractic Association group on Facebook and join the group and you will see all of this great content. Um, And you will see this talk and you'll get to see my face um, instead of just listening to me. Um, So... This is what you're about to hear. Um, I'll start with a prayer because I don't, I didn't do that in the talk. Um, I didn't know. Um, And then we, you'll hear me talking. Uh, Dear God, thank you so much for (laughs) this week um, and all of the blessings that were there. Some more obvious than others. I appreciate groups like the Women Chiropractic Association that, during a time when so many of us want to retreat, um, they are stepping up to help so many women. Um, Thank you for all of the people who are just leading with pure hearts. Thank you for all the speakers stepping in and using the voice that you've given them um, to have an impact, you know, to help people feel not alone. um, And that we are all going through this thing. It looks different for each of us, um, but we're all going through the exact same thing right now together, and that is so comforting. So uh, bless this talk. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, hi everyone. My name is Dr. Lauren Brunswick. For those of you who don't know me, um, I am a chiropractor who's been in practice for about 10 years. I practice in Wisconsin. I have two clinics, two associates, two babies. I collect things in twos, I guess. And I'm also the host of the She Slays the Day podcast. Uh, that is a podcast that I created over or about a year ago now, specifically for female chiropractors and students. And on the podcast, we address all sorts of various uh, professional and personal hurdles that present in life and how you can handle those with faith and grace and a little sense of humor. Um, so I am trying to balance that this is not like this is a presentation for the WDC and not my podcast so I'm gonna keep swearing off not not a thing I'm not gonna drop any curse words if you have listened to the podcast before you know that'll be a little harder um harder said than done harder done than said you know what I mean okay so um when the president asked like you know hey we're doing this virtual summit you know would you speak I really went inside and was like, okay, there's so many different avenues that I know as a chiropractor going through this month and last month, March and April of 2020, what the heck did not see that coming in the plans. There were so many different um, topics that I could talk on to help inspire you, but then like also just feel with you and help you process emotions and this and that. And so what I came down to is how to pivot your idea of what 2020 is going to look like. Um, how to pivot that focus and that marketing calendar because I have had a lot of people reach out through social media being like what are we supposed to do like we need new patients and we need to market but like I feel guilty about doing this and so before we jump into how to really pivot the plan um, I want to first say that if you are processing right now I do not want to be another pusher that this is this is the opportunity you got to grab the bull by the horns and you got to do this you got to come out bigger faster stronger more productive like I don't want to be that if you need this month to just be um and process and feel that's okay um you know there's There's options for you. You don't have to do this, and not everybody is doing this. I don't want you to have this FOMO, where it's like everybody else is going to have a better business, and because I didn't take action, I'm going to suck. So I just really wanted to make sure that was clear. That if you want to take a couple weeks off, uh, literally in practice, mentally, and not worry about your systems and your procedures and this and that, like. I'm giving you permission. It's okay. This is a really messed up time. And you do you, boo. Okay, that's sort of a sec. Okay, so for those of you who are like, yeah, 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 that's nice. I cried. I ate the brownies. Now I need to like, put up pull up my bootstraps type of thing. What can I be doing right now? Um, there are are, there's this stuff going around on the internet that like it is inappropriate for you to be marketing right now that it's like tasteless and tacky and I don't agree I think there's always a way to be tacky when marketing that's not just like a COVID-19 specific thing um you could be tacky marketing 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year right now are there a little more like um Minds that you need to watch? Yes, absolutely. But the way the economy works is that you make money, you pay employees, employees go spend money in businesses that need money. Like this is how if you don't make money. And you need to lay off employees and then your employees don't make money. That is a part of like an economic recession. Like, I'm not an economist. I don't know if you know that. Remember, I'm a chiropractor. But like, don't feel bad about wanting to stay open and make money during this time. Um, You know, there was actually a study done in 2009 that surveyed businesses. So for those that are a little younger, you may not remember that in 2007, the U.S. had a really bad economic um, recession. And what the survey did was they surveyed all these business owners and asked them kind of like how what they did during the recession as far as their marketing. And what they found is that the businesses that marketed still during the recession, while all those people were like, that's tacky. People don't have money to spend. You shouldn't be telling them like chiropractic's important. You shouldn't be doing that. Those businesses that marketed in a good way during that time bounced back nine times faster. Now, I don't know what the like when that means like for us in our situation. I don't know if that means that in 20 by 2020, you're going to bounce back. I don't know but I know it's faster, okay? And that's what we're going with. So step kind of one is like to reframe how you're thinking about marketing because these people online, again, that are saying like marketing is tacky right now, you shouldn't be doing this. Instead of thinking about it like marketing, think about it like serving, okay? What do you have that is needed right now? Because I guarantee you, you have something whether you are a chiropractor or a hairdresser or a teacher or like, or you whatever it is, if you're a podcast host, you have something that is needed right now. Now, does it look exactly like it used to look like in February? No, the root of it should stay the same. Like obviously if you're a chiropractor, People need what you have. And so withholding that, not speaking up, is doing a disservice. Like if the people are hungry, serve them the food. So you just need to find out what are they hungry for right now that you can uniquely serve them. When you go at it from that way of service instead, like what can I do for you instead of what you can do for me, then all of a sudden, as long as you put everything through that lens, it's not going to be tacky. Okay. As long as your heart is in the right place of like, okay, I've thought about what they're going through and I think that they might need this. So therefore, this is what I'm going to give them. It's fantastic. It's good. So you just want more of that service mindset instead of a marketing mindset. Okay. So kind of first thing you can do along this pivoting is we're gonna need to reassess the goals, okay? Now, if you need to have a um, a cry fest, like and burn your goals and do some that for 2020 of like what they were gonna be because they're never going to be that um, in 2020. That's okay. Do what you gotta do, but not not letting what could have been go is just going to do you a disservice in actually moving forward. So I know that this was the year you were going to break that record financially or patient visits. And you know what? You still might. I'm not saying you're not. But like, let's be honest, holding on and being like, no, I'm still going to do this. I'm going to quadruple, make up for this in June, July. Like, we don't know what this is going to look like in June we don't know if people are going to be out we don't know if this is going to get worse well we know it's going to get a little worse before it gets better but like we don't know for how long so like we need to just put those in a box and be like bye thank you maybe I'll see you in 2021 um but not holding on to that and I recommend just biting off chunks of looking at the future so when you're reassessing those goals we're like, okay, so let's set some goals for April and May. Maybe just keep like May to August or may, even maybe May through July. Maybe even just April like do it in smaller chunks so as before you know a lot of people are very used to like these are my entire goals for the entire year and we as a clinic actually pulled back from that already this year and said like nope we will do quarterly goals so we set goals for our team so we don't have this big huge number that we're having to say bye to in 2020 we just have q1 that we had set now what a great thing because now I have to plan q2's goals so for you, just look at however much you can bite off, you know, whether it's a month or a quarter and tell yourself that like, yep. And next month I will set new goals or next quarter, I will set new goals based on the current environment that I'm in, because we don't know. We don't know what the environment is going to be like. Um, also, I recommend, you know, it's it's, just from a business standpoint, of course, uh, dollars are a thing to think about. Uh, many of you, especially who are like, I don't know if I can key doors open. Being conscious of money is great but if that's going to be your only goal you have very little control over that okay like I know we like to think like oh but if I get this new patients and I sell them on this treatment plan or care plan then I will be able to make x dollars well it's like well do you know if those people are going to be coming in yet so when you're setting goals like have a number you know kind of have in your head like okay I'd like to recover um you know, maybe 10% of what we lost within the month. I would like to recover 25% within the quarter of what we were at. Realize what you have control over and give yourself and your team a win and go for those things. So this is things like, um, we are going to do X number of webinars. Um, We are going to make X number of Baskets to be delivered and dropped off. Um, you know things that you have. We are going to call twenty patients a week that fell off during the time. Like whatever those goals are, where you can be like, "Yep, I did that." Okay, and obviously try and make those goals things that, like, if you're doing that, then hopefully all those other things that are out of your control start to go the right direction as well. Um, but. You're just going to like beat yourself up emotionally if you set these like big goals of like, we're gonna fully recover by the end of May. And it's like, okay, I hope so. But like, just be gentle. Be gentle on yourselves, people, because everybody's going through the same thing. Your business is not the only one that's being affected. Everyone's going to be affected and then we'll have to do this slow recovery. So really assessing what's in your control and biting this off in smaller chunks instead of like, okay, I'm going to make plans for the rest of 2020. So the next thing is when pivoting is during a time of crisis like we're in. It's very easy to get distracted and your brand can be taken a different down a different road because you see these opportunities. What I highly recommend is to spend some time with yourself reassessing what are your core values as a business what are the things that your brand stands for and making sure that any actions you're doing is put through that lens so what i mean by that is like if you're a pediatric and prenatal chiropractor and you're like okay and you're in this like frantic mode and you're like well we need new patients some ideas that may come up of like, well, maybe we should start doing DOT physicals. Maybe you shouldn't, (laughs) like maybe you should not. So make sure that you are assessing like, okay, what do we stand for? Why do we stand for that? And make actions and decisions going forward that are congruent with that. Because nobody's going to want your frantic energy, your team and the community involved running around being like, "Well, we should do this. We should do this. They're going to see that as chasing, chasing the dollar. And we don't want you doing that. That's that's what we call like tacky marketing of like, oh, wow, you're just kind of doing anything. Now, if it falls within your realm of what you've always stood for, what your brand stands for then and and you put it through the lens of like okay is this about what they can do for me or how I can serve them and it passes then it's that's okay like add that in do that talk about that give that webinar um but you know really think like what are your patients right now and over the last year however long you've been open what do they rely on you for so now those needs are going to change a little bit and that's okay so I'll give you an example so we're a pediatric clinic we see um, a lot of sensory kids kids with ADHD you know that's the kind of the drum that we beat quite often our community is very used to hearing me get on and talking about helping kids in the classroom and meltdowns and things like that now Would it be a good idea for me to get on and be like, how's this school year going? Like, are you getting back? Like, no, people are going to go like, not relevant right now. So talking about um, going vocal on Facebook and webinars about how parents can get improved focus at home while their kids are doing online, how to set up an online um, school situation, like how to set up their desk to maximize productivity and efficiency and focus for the kids. Like that's that's a pivot and it's going to be relevant because, you know, I keep seeing this thing of like you just need to be front of mind for people girl you're not gonna be front of mine in front of COVID okay like there's no way that you are going to step in that highlight of like and get so is it smart to sit and just talk about COVID all the time like no but you go like okay people are in a very specific situation because of this they are consuming information like getting on and talking about like weight loss might not be relevant right now like people would be like i that is like the farthest thing from what is important to me right now in a crisis or maybe it is i don't know your community but like you just need to figure out what are the people that i've been serving struggling with right now and what can i provide for them from an authentic service standpoint that's going to be information um You want to be just mindful and helpful about filling your customer's needs. Now, for me personally, I have a sense of humor. You have to be careful around your messaging, okay? So, like, this is where I said in the early, like, you can be tacky marketing all the time. There are more landmines that you could hit right now than a lot of other scenarios. So, I highly recommend having any of your posts, anything that you're going to be, like, sharing advertising kind of run through somebody else's eyes because it's so easy when we're like well that was a joke i put that emoji to let them know i was joking and then like you'll your front desk person might be like "Mm, i took it this way and you're like oh god no no not that not that so have things run through a second set of eyes because People are spending a lot more time on the internet, which is a good thing because that means that when you do things like a webinar or a live, you're going to get more eyes on it than before. But with this, people being on the internet, they're just a little more sensitive. Like emotions are running high and like, It just is going to be a time where you want to be extra sensitive. So humor around this may not be the greatest thing to incorporate just into your copywriting. For those of you who just kind of run a little more cynical jerk like me, you understand like, okay, fine, I'll put the humor aside. For those of you that are like just really naturally calm and kind all the time, you're like, why would anybody joke about anything? It's like that is my defense mechanism. I make awkward jokes when I feel uncomfortable. So that was just for the people who get it. You know who you are. Okay, so along the lines of figuring out who have you always served? What are they going through right now? How do I uniquely serve them during this time? Also goes along with, instead of putting your marketing dollars into before where you might, you know, buy an ad on a, in a magazine or a billboard or, you know, Facebook ad, Focus on spending that money on doing good. Okay, doing good in your community. So I've seen chiropractors um, that are buying a coffee card at a local coffee chain and like saying like, you know, Go get a coffee on us. Um, I've seen people that are doing things for frontline workers, um, like the nurses and the doctors. I've seen things for like special things for teachers, you know, do things that are good. So many of the businesses that are air quotes marketing right now are doing extreme things that are not going to be fruitful from a dollar point this month so for instance i believe it's like louis vuitton has a brand that does like uh high-end fragrances well they turned that factory into making hand sanitizer and they didn't like send out like this note of like hey everyone here's what we're gonna do next week because we're really great Like. They just made the sanitizer and people got wind of like, holy cow, this is what that company is doing. Like, and they're getting this positive press that way from doing good, being good. I also recommend like if you have a social media account and you're in a smaller town. So like we have um, over a thousand followers on Facebook, which in a small town, we only have 8000 people. Um, So a lot of other businesses don't have the virtual weight that we have within our community. So giving them other businesses that are really struggling that are like, shoot, I don't even I barely have a Facebook page. I don't have an email list. Figuring out how you can work with them to collab and give them this platform of like, hey, I'm interviewing so and so from the smoothie shop and she's gonna like come do a live with us on how you guys can be making healthy smoothies in the morning for your kids or getting your kids in the kitchen or whatever it is. Like it's not like, hey, I'm a chiropractor talking to you about like smoothies right now. It's talking about like, look, this is another business that I invited on for us to talk because we share these these vested interests so that you're home and we want you both eating healthy. Those are like some of really cheap things that you can do to just be good show good like if things don't even have anything to do with you share it within your community like these are good things that are happening again you're not gonna be front of mind but you're not sitting back i don't recommend you sit back and do nothing don't be quiet what you're loud about pick that very carefully make it sure that it's things that are like strong to your core values and what your brand stands for but like it's okay to move it's okay to talk it's okay so um next one is review we've kind of touched on this a couple times I probably should have put it like number three but like you might have to start doing more virtual stuff okay Uh, a lot of chiropractors do webinars a lot of chiropractors are like really big on collecting the email that's okay if you have not at this point. What a wonderful time to pick up a new skill. So in our clinic, we like using private Facebook groups for webinars. And then we broadcast live in them using an app called Be BeLive. Um, and that's worked really, really well for us. Um, but there's a bunch of different options. You can just go live. But we like go doing the private Facebook group because what we can do is we can do a registration page that gets that email. So whereas if you were to just go live on your Facebook page to do a webinar, um, you wouldn't necessarily get any of those emails from the people interested. But now that you're getting more into this virtual world, let me tell you, getting the email is a big deal. Like you want that email. So for instance, if I do something on ear infections and how you can avoid urgent care during this time, any moms that are like oh yeah I want to sign up for this ear infection thing well they're probably not a 50 year old guy with no kids signing up for the webinar if they are that's real creepy I don't want that email more than likely they're a mom or a dad with a kid who gets ear infections and from a uh, marketing standpoint I want that email I want to know the people in my community that um struggling with the thing that I'm serving okay so doing more virtual stuff now might be a time to like make sure that your website is as pretty as you want it to be like some of these more online things the more you can shift so all of us listening are probably chiropractors and we're like well I can't do an online service I can't do adjustments over online like yeah, I know that. <laughs> like, obviously, neither can the dentist, but that doesn't mean that things are going to shift. As we look forward, when we talk about, like, how are we going to bounce back as a community from this? I think that there are going to be a lot more people who are like, oh, so I don't have to go to that dinner talk. You'll just it online so i can sit at home you know like restaurants for instance that weren't delivering i would be surprised if they ever get to go back on not delivering food because they're going to be like oh wow people really want this and it's convenient so from a consumer standpoint from your patients i don't think that they're ever going to be 100 the way they were pre-covid we are just being trained by having to stay home To get all of this convenient information in a different way. And so when you're looking at how do I deliver information, again, we don't need to talk about what September is going to look like. I don't know. But when you're looking at the next couple months, anything that can be communicated virtually um, or electronically is really, really important during this time um so then you're gonna like need to go like okay so if I'm doing webinars the webinar needs to be on things that you can serve what are their needs again we're not doing a webinar on like uh 20 fun activities to do at the mall or I don't know that was the worst example ever I was trying to but like you know it needs to be relevant information and spend the time making sure that all of this is being presented well. Another thing that you can spend time doing is working on systems procedures in your clinic. So when we talk about, you know, if you've, I'm sure you've done the exercise before of like, if you kept 100% of your new patients, how busy would your practice be, right? So I don't think that's ever, ever, ever going to be a reality, but look at your systems and procedures in the clinic, kind of map out Like how long are people staying around for? Why is the drop off there? Are there any type of things that you can improve in clinic? So when you are, when marketing is back to normal and you get five new patients to sign up, what did you do right now that kept the chances of all five people sticking around longer to actually happen? like it's not the sexy marketing that everyone thinks of when we're talking about marketing everyone thinks like i'm going to do this event there's going to be 50 people and i'm going to have 75 new patients and i'm just going to like roll in the money like scrooge mcduck um but like sexy marketing isn't going to be happening for a little bit here this is more like the strategic service marketing where you're like but that's not going to get me a new patient tomorrow and i'm like no But we're switching our focus. We have to go through these new expectations of what does a marketing plan look like that's in our control, that is not being tacky, that is serving and loving on people. And so one of the last things is you need to adjust that time frame that you're looking at so like I said with the previous with that sexy marketing you're like I'm going to do this event I'm going to do this expo and I'm going to get 20 new patients on the books next week that's just not going to be your May like it might not even be your June but what can you be doing we need to be thinking long term what can I be doing now that when the dust settles People are going to still need chiropractic. That's the great news is that people still will need us. They still need us now. It's just and that's why, you, you know, like it's okay to serve and talk about it now. Some might just be a little scared to come out now, but those people eventually will feel safe coming back. And what you do during this time, like will pay off later, so having realistic timeframes is going to be one of the best things that you can do mentally for yourself and your team and your goals. So think about what can you serve, plan in smaller chunks, Make sure you deliver. You can find information that you can deliver. How are you delivering it to them? How are you getting into their inbox? How are you getting in front of them? What are you saying? Are you using kindness and showing good works instead of, you know, thinking about what they can do for you? How can you serve them? And this is the new normal. Okay. So like realize we're all going through it. We're all looking at our marketing calendar and lighting it on fire and being like, okay one month at a time one week at a time um one day at a time but make sure that you at least have some kind of a plan even if you have to on a weekly basis go okay well that was the plan i made last week and that's no longer relevant because things change really fast right now um but be willing to continue to pivot because that's what's going to be really important be willing to set some kind of goal for yourself because otherwise what's going to happen is if you don't have any kind of a plan any kind of a strategy you're not going back to like who you are as a brand you're going to make all these impulsive decisions and you're going to burn all this energy doing all of these things that aren't actually moving the needle forward so i love you so much and know that you're not alone um and you know, 2021, right? No, I'm just joking. This year can still be really great. We just need to assess what is the lens that we are considering great. How quickly am I expecting myself to be normal? How quickly am I expecting everything else to be normal and be willing to just pivot and change those expectations? Love you guys so much. Thank you for watching this. Um, Go WDC for putting this on. You guys are amazing. And um, I'll talk to you soon. So there it was um, definitely uh, I thought it was going to be like the exact same thing. Like I'm talking to a computer and I'm talking to a microphone, being able to see myself really through me. Um, so for those listeners, uh, I'll just say it again. You guys, now is not the time to be hard on yourself. Now is not the time to grind and hustle and strive Now is the time to make a strategic plan, to really double down on who you are, what your brand is, what you stand for, how you can serve people uniquely, and move forward. Make slow steps. And this is coming from somebody who likes to take immediate action. Make sure you're not just spinning your energy and wasting it. Like, now is the time to just think big long-term about like, what are the things you can do to move the needle? I love you guys so, so much. Um, Thank you for continuing to support the podcast. And uh, every week, we're just going to get a little, a little bit more back to normal. So until next week, She Slayers, bye. Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? Sked has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients, plus they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast, and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer, don't wait.